You are now rocking with Blatant Radio. Welcome to Blatant Radio, music good for the soul. I am DJ Blatant. You're now tuned into episode number eight of the Blatant Radio podcast series, featuring DJ Savino Stallone, Stallone. very own Savino Stallone. What up? Yes, yes, yes. So, we just got done wrapping up the podcast with uh, another one of our very own, Matt Stella. Hey, Stella! The GOAT. As Savino affectionately calls the GOAT. And yeah, we, we, we got into a little bit of dialogue that actually is feeding directly into this very own podcast. Unlike many of the other episodes that, that I've done, um, I don't know Mr. Stallone for that long. But I can tell you, when we when we met, our mutual connection, obviously, is Matt Stella. It kind of was an instantaneous thing. Not just musically, but this guy is, in, in my estimation, just a, a vibe guy. In fact, I... <laughs> I made a comment early on that, you know, he's he's kind of like, like Mr. Rogers. And it was just like, shout out to Connie Kessel. I think it was Connie who was sure. like, uh, I don't think you know him. I'm like, <laughs> I can't imagine anybody hating this guy. I don't know, he's like a fucking fluffy pillow. But nonetheless, uh, musically, I found a very special connection with this guy when we did it back to back. This might have been, this might have been a year ago, September um of last year right yeah i think it was man yeah the full house joint it it was yeah wow didn't know this guy he had a fucking turtle shell over his back with a goddamn dj controller that was bigger than him coming up to the loft and i was like okay what's this guy got going on which by the way is one of the most magical places on the planet you know when i got here tonight i thought to myself (laughs) The smells, the sights, the the noises. The smells. Here. I just, I just, I just love it. It brings out something in me that's so creative, so magical. So thank you a million times over for having me um, and being part of this collective, man. I can't thank you enough. It, it's, it's the outlet that I always needed. Yeah, that's dope. I think, I think, in fact, it was born um, when when Stella was here. We were doing a set. It, it might have been a rock set, if I'm not mistaken. You were actually tuned in on Twitch. And you were you were hitting the chat room like, yo, the vibe is crazy. And I was like, hey, I heard you DJ. You want to come through? Let's 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 do it. You were like, absolutely, that would be crazy. I'm like, okay, this guy's just talking shit. Yeah, it was actually one of those <laughs> magical yacht rock sets that That's, you guys are doing. You go. And, and I'm a huge huge fan of yacht rock. Um, I'm hoping to get in one of those sets one day really soon. But I heard it, and and you know, I, I think I was doing work that night, and I'm I'm just like, wow. Well, I've never been so productive like <laughs> at a late night work session than I am right now. And, and, you know, I saw for me, it was like a sensory thing. I'm like, I saw all the all the lights and I saw the setup and I'm like, this is pretty legit, you know, and, and I wanted to learn a little more about it. So I hit him up and I'm like, I got to I got to I got to come in there. I got to party with these guys. He but didn't know I, how it, he didn't know how it smelled yet. And we got to get into the smell. It, right, it makes I me feel a little uh, funny. Uh, it's a good thing, man. I'm complimenting <laughs> you, right? But I actually met you at, we were in Manhattan. You remember many, this? Many, years ago. Holy yes. shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so hang on real quick. Yeah, because please. Because you're acting like we just met. <laughs> we met because we both worked at the same healthcare institution. And we met through Matt, right? And, and I'm sure throughout this interview, I'm going to reference Matt Stella a lot because he was one of my biggest influences when it comes to DJing. But we met at, I don't remember the place. I don't remember the year. It was probably like 2015 that we met, man. And, and, and same time I met Stella. We, yeah. So, so Matt said, Oh, this is Joel is one of my buddies. And you know, he works at 
the healthcare institution. Right. I don't know if you want to shall remain it, nameless. Yeah. And <laughs> I, ironically, I, let me just stop you for one second. Ironically, that healthcare institution linked most of the people that you hear as a DJ collector. Yes, yeah, so a shout out to that healthcare institution. <laughs> but you know, and 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 you and I had a conversation because I think there was house music going on, and and I think we had a quick conversation. I'm like, hey. When I know something, like if if I know someone's a good person, like I know someone's a good person. It's it's a gift and a curse for me. He's got and, a little bit of a dog in him. Yeah, I do, and, and I sniffed his balls. And, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> and the rest is history. <laughs> you know, and, and and I was like, oh, that kid's cool. And then Matt told me that what year did you start like actually getting decks and started DJing? Yeah, like, or dabbling with his stuff. Even. I'll give you the skinny. So I started in. It was late October of 2017. I had gotten this Ion. Uh, I call the Fisher-Price controller. I still got in the, the attic. And I practiced on it, and it was just me putting together shit for my own use, really. And then I literally was sending it to Matt, like, yo, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, hey, it's cool. And then I, I just got, I think I, I got better. And he's the one that sold me onto the tractor thing. Went over to his place when he what was... What year was that? Sorry to cut The you tractor out. thing, I think it was 2018. Okay. Uh, probably the following year, or the latest, 2019. I would say 2018. And he did a little 20-minute demo. My fucking eyes just, like, popped out. I, was I like, remember him telling I'm me done. I need about this. you. He, okay. he told me, so it was 2018, when he said, you know, Joel's been coming over, we've been working on some stuff and DJing together. And it, my first thought was, nobody's allowed to fucking DJ with Matt. <laughs> that's, that's I'm only allowed that's, to do that's natural. And then and then my second thought was, you know what? That's actually pretty badass that like Matt is putting someone on like to this scene and and, and mentoring another person and he was, to DJ. And, and I remember that. So 2017 may, may have been the initial meeting, 15, maybe 16, right. 17, 18. I you were on my radar, dude. And and <laughs> It was really cool. I got to take him out. <laughs> <laughs> you were, no, it was a good thing because I was really excited about it. And I remember I calling, like his balls, but I got to take him out. His balls smell great. His apartment <laughs> smells great, but I got to take him out. Um, yeah, man. So you were on my radar for a while. So while we just developed this this friendship that's been blooming as of you know a year ago, you were definitely on my radar prior to that. Yeah, that's interesting. And it's funny because we met and you mentioned, hey, we met before. I'm like, he's just being nice. I, don't know. I definitely, I definitely wasn't being nice. I remember a meeting. I mean, my memory is shot. <laughs> I believe you. You know, I don't have the best memory sometimes. <laughs> when it comes to music, it's there. But anything else yeah. in life, it's just God bless you. I don't remember. It's just what it is. Like yeah. I said, music runs everything. Kind of guides everything in life, if you will. That's interesting. I didn't know that um, there was a bit of history. I'm not surprised. Matt's a good fellow. He's he's definitely the the common denominator. Here, yep. Yep. Um, you call him the Godfather. He's the he's the GF, definitely. He's he's the G. I mean, I remember if if I can for a second. So please go ahead. I so uh, the way that I got started basically DJing was I had an uncle who owned a DJ company out in New Jersey. I'm pretty sure he may have been in the mob. I, I, don't, I don't I don't know, man. But he had this huge DJ company, and he was like, "Look, I need help um, DJing. Can you come help me, like as sort of a roadie?" And I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. These are days you had to carry crates. I was. Um, you know what? No, actually, there weren't crates, but he had he had like these cases of of CDs. C- okay, CDJ days. Right. Uh, so I uh, did this. I did this event with him where I basically I was a rodeo, and he had to go to the bathroom. He had to pee, and 
at that point, he was playing line dances, right? Like the bullshit Cotton Eye Joe, you know, Cupid <laughs> Shuffle type stuff. And he said to me, if this song ends, press this button, right? He put the fader in the middle. Right. I'll never forget it. He put both levels up. He said, if this song ends, press this button. And I remember staring at the numbers, right, while the whole dance floor was going crazy. And I'm st- and watching these numbers go down. And it got to, like, 30 seconds. And I'm frantically looking for my uncle. I'm like, uh, uh. Maybe it wasn't a pee. And, uh, Maybe yeah. it was more like a deuce. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, like, this song is getting down to, like, five seconds left. Four, three, two. And I'm like, this song's going to end. I don't know shit about this stuff, but this song's about to end. And I pressed the button to the next song. And the crowd just kept going. And I was just like, oh, my God. I've never done drugs before. But that's probably what this feels like, right? I pressed that button and the crowd kept going. And I'm like, this is really cool. I just did that. I you want know? this. I did that. So, you know, I, 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 it was, that was the catalyst for me wanting to be a DJ. It was something as simple as that. And my uncle, God bless him, he gave me all of his crates that night to take home and burn them on my Sony desktop. And I went crazy. I bought a whole rack of CDs and I started burning his CDs. And then I went to a place called Love Music. Um, Love Music was in New Rochelle by Iona College. Matt, you remember it? Okay. And at that time, I was working at a uh, at a pizzeria, and believe it or not, you know, I was delivering pizza. I was making really good money, and it was cash. So I had stacks of cash, and I thought, you know what? Let me just see what I could buy. And I didn't know shit about anything. And I went to Love Music, and I bought my first set of 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 CDJs. And I brought them home with a huge smile on my face. And I brought them into my attic, which was my room at the time. Now, God bless my parents because they fostered a love of music in me that they had themselves. You know, my dad was a huge fan of CBS FM 101.1. You know, he loved doo-wop. My dad loved all of that type of music. Great era. Yeah, amazing. I mean, if you ever want to do one of those sets, man, I'm in. Um, uh-huh. uh huh. You know, it, it, he loved there. it. Let's my go. dad. I remember every year for my birthday, for my, I'm one of five, one of six siblings. Yeah, there's a lot of Stallones. Every year, <laughs> every year for our birthday, he used to call up CBS FM and have our name announced, and it meant the world to us because Dope. we knew what music meant to him and my mom. You know, my mom was a huge Elvis Share fan, so for us, it was incredible. And uh, they let me play that music. Matt can attest to this as loud as we wanted for as long as we wanted. Yeah, did it? Did the neighbors get mad? Sure, but we honed our skills. I even bought turntables, right? And in my era, when I started DJing, records were being phased out. Serato wasn't a yeah. thing yet, so it was all CDs. And uh, and we, I mean, we absolutely played until some nights, you know, two in the morning, right? And then that led to meeting one of my other buddies. What time was this? Like what? What year? Uh, probably, Those I started people. and really got into it in 2002. Okay. Yeah, 2002. 20 years ago. Yeah. And right. uh, one of my other buddies, you know, he goes by DJ Jay Goose. He's retired now, but he he was a big influence in my life because he had, he DJ too, right? And we used to throw these insane parties on Yates Avenue in the Bronx, New York. And Yates Avenue. When I say yeah. insane parties, what I mean is like inflatable pool Four or five JBL speakers I'm in the backyard. Glad he finished it up in the, the pool. The I didn't cops, know where he was going. Yeah, the, I mean, the cops would come, and instead of like getting mad, 
we would invite them in to like have some food and barbecue and they'd hang out with us. And we had, there were people at these parties that we didn't even know. I mean, these were just residents like of the Bronx walking by, but they knew you, right. And they heard the music and, and you know, at that time it was really just like push play. And then when I started watching Matt Stella DJ, I was like, Oh, okay. He knows enough about music to teach me something. But then I thought, so the last the last episode seven of the podcast we, we recorded, I learned that Stella was practicing stuff in your attic. Yep. So it sounds like the cart before the horse kind of thing. Uh, Who, well, I mean, I was I was DJing like before you knew how to hit the play button. You got the play button I, down. But but <laughs> what I what I knew, you know, beat matching and mixing music and all right. that stuff. You know, I learned just on my own and and. But when I Matt really taught me like passion for music and looping looping beats and how to yeah. use cue points and all that stuff. So so once we really got together and started collaborating, that's when the DJ career kind of took off. And Matt and I were lucky enough to get a gig, <laughs> a weekly gig at a place called Big Mike's in New Rochelle. And I f- I'm sorry, Pelham. And it was a bar where Everyone knew us, and, and like all of our friends would always come, and we really sort of honed our craft there, and, and our DJ career took off there because that's where we learned to collaborate, and that's where we learned to DJ, and that's where we learned to have fun. and Synergy. Just, yeah, the synergy born. started there. And, and I mean, since what, – what year was that, Matt? Well, like 2000, maybe 8 or 7? Let's say 2007 and 2009. Okay. So well, fast forward five years, yes, six years. Where we really took off. You know, we were doing like side gigs, sort of, you know, a couple of mobile gigs, but we really took off at that time and, and haven't looked back since then. And not any opportunity that I ever get, ever, to DJ with, with you know, DJ Matt Stella over here, I'm, I'm always in because it's I, incredible. I can speak to that. First of all, was Big Mike really big? Yeah, dude, he was okay. massive. Fair. Yeah. For anyone listening, I'm not saying anything I shouldn't. The kid, the guy was huge. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. But I can attest to the the bromance, right? Because in the beginning, it was a struggle getting Savino Stallone as Savino Stallone. It was like it was only billed as a duo. And I'm like, bro, could we just do it back to back together? <laughs> like, I don't understand. What do we have to do to get this? Because I love Stella, man, but he, he he's you can't get him. He's all over the place. Got to put a bell on him. Got to put a freaking bell on him. <laughs> it's always been that way. So I'm like, yo, if we got to wait for Stella, we're never going to collaborate, bro. Yeah. So yep. it, it took a while. In the beginning, he was very reluctant. Ironically, I hear that he didn't want competition with the back-to-back DJ other than himself. But it was then never he, about that, and then he At wasn't. this point, it wasn't <laughs> about that, man. It, was, it wasn't anything personal. Yeah, I got you. But the first time we were here in the studio and we did a back-to-back set, magic was unlocked it was weird it was yep. the first transition yep. i remember it. i don't remember what track it was you can look it up it's on one of the full houses sure is. september of last year it just happened right away and to that point this is going back a year i was struggling with that amongst the djs now i'm not saying that others like blue um and stella and and you know ens from the older days i'm not saying we didn't have good transitions we just didn't have instinctual great transitions where we didn't even really have to talk. It just kind of happened. It happened that day. And I was like, okay, this is dope. This is something different. And I, I want to build on yeah, this. Yeah, and I remember I remember after the transition, when I handed off to you, 
on the back-to-back, I remember we gave each other a pound, right? And yeah. it was almost like the energy went from me to you perfectly, physically. Aside yeah. from, you know, a musical standpoint, it was just like, yeah. oh my God. I mean, if, if, if electricity could come out of our hands, dude, we'd yeah, light this place it, on It was fire. like the last dragon. Yeah. And you got that glow. Yep, yep. <laughs> it, it was great. I was yellow. You know, he might have been a little red. It was, it was a magical moment. Yeah. And then I always... I always equate things to sports like most men do, right? Sure. So it's like baton passing. If you pass the baton correctly and a person has the right momentum, it'll actually give them energy to carry yep. forward. It'll make them go faster. Yep. yep. And that's the way it should work with DJing. So I think ever since then, it's been my mission to kind of influence, you know, the rest of the collective to, to really take that challenge on, try to play off of one another. And, you know, it's come a long way. I think it's come a long way, and it will continue to get better. And I think that's how we will separate ourselves um, if we haven't already. Yeah, man, I give you a lot of credit for organizing the mixes and the, and the different genres the way that you do. I mean, I think, again, I called you, I call you with love from every part of my heart, the boss, because you are, man. I mean, you organize this whole thing. It's None of this would be here without you, dude. So Thank you. Thank no, you. It's, it's a lot of work. It's, it's really a lot of work, and... You know, I know you appreciate it. I know you, you see the vision. The vision is, you know, it's hard to stay innovative. and Kudos to you because I think you've built a crew around you that wants to share, or, or does rather, not wants to, but does share right. your vision and, and wants to bring it forward, right? We're always excited about any any shows that come up weekly, any gigs that show up weekly. Like, everyone's there and trying right. to figure out how we can put our best foot forward to represent the brand, right? Yeah, that's, that's what it's about, man. And, you know, it... Speaking of that, great energy, great synergy, great tunes, great vibes. Coming to a venue near you, coming to a computer screen near you. Uh, you catch us on Twitch.tv slash Blaine Radio. You can go the next event we have, depending on when you're tuning in, is at Noma Social. We are typically regulars at Noma Social. Um, full DJ Collective will be in attendance. Great venue. Great it's, venue. It's great. They, they've been good to us. They, they have been good to sure us. Sure are. Good drinks, food, ambiance is good. It's... It's good. New, New Rochelle, good times. Um, great times here in Blaine Radio Loft. Great times up in Hopewell Junction. Um, yeah, that was, that was, let's talk a little bit about that that yeah. sunset, the Blaine Radio sunset. Yeah, that was fun, man. I mean, I, granted, look, it's in the middle of the woods, right? It's on an acre of flat property. The <laughs> he bugs legit are gonna be there. has yeah. a far, a, like a full farm, like <laughs> down the block. It's like right. the first thing you see. You're like, okay, we've arrived. Yeah, you know, I, I, it happened during COVID where. Um, I, there was nothing else to do, right? So I was frequently doing live mixes for people because you couldn't go anywhere, you, you couldn't do anything. Yeah. And one of the ideas that I had was this sunset because in the back of our property is this just gorgeous, gorgeous sunset that occurs. Very and facts. I decided to do it. And when, when you know, Blayton and I hooked up, I was like, hey, we should one day do, do a sunset set in the backyard. And we recently got to bring that to fruition and did it and it was really fun we vibe really well yeah the bugs bit us a little bit but i mean the mix Yo, is incredible the bugs were fucking me up, bro. <laughs> I, there's, for those of you who tuned in live you probably saw the madness i was like i was swinging shit i almost like fell off the porch it was nuts <laughs> i mean it was incredible you know our, our daughters were yes our daughters my daughters were there um my wife and one of the biggest influences on my music taste to date was there. Um, so, you know, 
Massa Brown was there. L was on the mic. We got L on the mic. Yeah, we got L on the mic. And and one of my one of my sound drops that you'll frequently hear in my mixes, um, my dad is the DJ. Well, there's two of them now. One of them's a little bit more um, broken up by our younger daughter Gabriella, but the the clear one. That's our that's our four year old now, Eliana, and they were there and they loved music. You know, I used to put Eliana to bed by playing house music for her and the swing that she rocked in. The so, irony yeah, of that. So, so she was, she, you know, she was listening to house music. I have videos of my wife pregnant with Eliana in our apartment in Wappingers, and I was doing mixes, and my wife was just hanging out on the couch. Of course, probably my biggest fan. Um, and that's, Eliana's been into house music since when she was in the womb, you know, before she was born. She's just been a, been a house head. No choice. No choice in the matter. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm actively uh, trying to recruit female DJs, so uh, who knows one day in the future. Yeah, he is. A lot of Stallones out there. So <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Do you have any ideas of... Um, I'd like to feature or showcase uh, some of your own shows uh, as a solo DJ on Blatant Radio. Any ideas, anything you have that you're stewing with? Yeah, you know, I... I, I I'm huge. I love Spanish music. You know, I love yeah. house and Spanish music are probably two of my favorites. Um, I, I know, I know, Blayton, you're not the biggest fan of it, but I love reggaeton. I love, I love Mumbaton, and and I hope you and JG could get down. On the yeah, reggaeton no, set. that's he for sure. That. You know, and I, and I, I'd even love to do, um, you know, just a set by myself, just to showcase what I could do with that. I sure. really, 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 because of the the wholesome feeling you get from a good yacht rock set i'd love to jump in on one of those with you guys because i'm a massive fan of yacht rock and it does something for me it's, let's go it's actually the number one preset in my car on sirius xm because i love let's it go. so much um is yacht rock radio because it just does something to me so i'd i'm you know i'm looking forward to one of those sets you know i want to get a obviously i love house is my number one set so these full house sets I'm always in for. I'll move mountains to get here to do it. So and I'm looking does. forward to, um, you know, our, our next. This I think it was this five. Yeah. I've got it in my crate ready to rock is five. So I could be wrong. I'm not very good at math, but I think that it's we've our, done together. You're probably right. It might be about five or six. Yeah. yeah. So so I'm looking forward to the. We're gonna the, fuck it up tonight, yo. The, we we have that set coming up in a couple. Yeah, we're 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 stoked to wreck house tonight. Um, and, and, of course, it's always a good time when the three of us, you know, Matt, Stella, Blayton, and myself get together. So we're looking forward to this. Yes, sir. So once again, um, come out for those of you who are tuning in, um, depending on when you're getting this in your eardrum. We will be at Noma Social uh, coming up Friday, September 9th, 2022. Um, more shows on the horizon. Always uh, looking to push the brand as much as we can. Tell a friend. Buy some merch. Buy some merch. Merch, merch. I'm, I'm working, on, yeah, constantly working on different things, trying to make this thing work, you know. Um, having said that, this has been a dope podcast, number eight. Don't forget to subscribe on blatantradio.com. Stay in the loop. Also, please subscribe to our podcast, found wherever it is that you podcast. Follow us on twitch.tv slash blatantradio, B-L-T-N-R-A-D-I-O. And to get switched out when we go live. Let us know if there's any genres that you guys want to hear. You know that if there's anything we can do for you, um, by all means, let us know. <laughs> I mean, the creative geniuses here at Blaine Radio will definitely put a set together for you. Um, just, you know, to, to, to just get into your ears. Let us know. Yeah, you can hit us up on chat on theblatantradio.com. Also, Radio at gmail.com we're open hit us up peace please stay tuned